Pickaxe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the most offensive podcast on the planet. Very polarizing. Very polarizing. Where three uh, idiots talk about stuff they don't know about, that, speculate wildly, don't take positions, and flip-flop either side of the line. Yeah, just based on, uh, on, on very much... No knowledge on any of the topics discussed. So if you're looking, if you if you were looking for a podcast where three people who don't know what they're talking about try to talk about stuff, you found it. This we're we're, a, we're over a hundred episodes here. in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> something's working. So so strap on and strap in and <laughs> we're enjoying enjoy it. Enjoy the ride, you know. Just in, yeah, just enjoy it by all means. Yeah. Just imagine you've gone for some kind of uh, family dinner and ah. you have three uncles. That's myself, Sips, and Lewis. Yeah. And they sit at one end of the table and the other people in the family say, don't don't listen to any of, the, any of the crap they come up with, honestly. Yes, you can have a laugh and listen in and everything, but don't believe a word they say. They're idiots. Yeah. That's us. We're the three uncles at the end of the table that nobody really wants to talk to. No. But we're so loud and obnoxious and we're fucking talking over everybody that they just end up having to do it. And they just give up. They give up. They let it wash over them like a tide of shit from one of Sips' favorite things, the giant London sewage pipe. A shit tsunami, yeah. <laughs> so, a shit nami. So what have you guys done this week? Wait Tell a second. Poonami. Yeah. Poonami. Sorry. That just came to that's me. A different, that's a different thing. That, that's that's Poonami. Punani, to, yeah, it's close. Boomers. But what did I do this week? Listen, I got one for you guys. I've been okay. thinking about this one. Right, you you've died. Okay, you're overweight, a little bit overweight. Okay, turns out maybe you didn't lead the best life that you could have. Right, you you thought you were, but you you weren't. Okay, you just didn't. So you 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 wake up and you find yourself in a corridor. Not an overly tight corridor, but it's a corridor. But you are overweight. Okay? It's, it's a little tight because I'm overweight. So yeah. Um, you, you you turn around and there is a wall. So there's only one way for you to go and that's to follow the corridor, okay? Okay. It's just like an industrial kind of like awfully lit corridor. It's not creepy in any way or anything. It's just, it's just, it is what it is. It's a corridor. You're walking down it because you have no other choice. Right. You can either just stand there um, and do nothing or start walking. So you start walking. And as you start walking, you notice that the walls starting to like close in a little bit, right? So the, the corridor is is narrowing, right? Okay. But you can smell fresh air, like a hint of fresh air. And you can kind of hear nice sounds in the distance, like some birds chirping and just, it, it sounds nice, right? Yeah. You keep walking, you keep walking. The corridor narrows and narrows and narrows and narrows and narrows and narrows. And at, at, at this point, you can actually see, you're like, oh shit, there is an end to the corridor. There's something out there. It, it's not giving you much, but you can see that it's like beautifully outside. You know, there's like some trees and you can hear nature and you can hear some people laughing in the distance, probably having a picnic or something. You get to the edge of the corridor and it's too narrow for you to squeeze through, right? And you're stuck there forever just looking at what could have been like, if only I'd lived a better life and wasn't so overweight, I could squeeze myself through that little gap. But you could just run up and down and the corridor get, and lose weight. And get weight. to paradise. No, no, you can't because you're, it, it doesn't work. Like there's no weight loss in the afterlife. Or like so in, because I'm slightly <laughs> overweight, in, in your personal God hell, is going to yeah. punish me forever. Yes. Well, the afterlife is going to like. Well, right, and probably tubby, other stuff too. You get probably, to stay there. Probably other stuff too. But you've done. But it just so happens that it feels like you're being punished for being overweight. 
Okay. But that's just part of it. That's just I, a is small there, part Is there any follow-up or is this just... That's, no, that's, that's it. That's it the rest of your okay. eternity. Just like, oh, shit, I wish I could fit through this gap. Which circle get... of hell is this that we're trapped in here? I'd say Which... it's a pretty mild one. Like, uh, it's rectangle, of all Of all the possible hells you could be stuck in, it's an annoying one for sure. You know, it's probably you're not in bit, agonizing pain, but it's mental. No, but pain. your your mental it's pain anguish is like for the oh, rest of your you're life. Ang- you're filled with anguish the whole time. Do you feel like hungry and thirsty after a while? Nah, th- those things corridor? don't really matter. I mean, maybe actually, maybe what's back down the corridor? Maybe just a sp- just that wall, There's the wall that was behind you when you spawned Nothing. in. Yeah, so you're trapped in there. Oh, but that would be terrible. Yeah, so, for, for um, potentially trillions of years or whatever. Yeah, these have been my shower thoughts most of the week. So I, um, I spend a lot of time. I don't know if it's getting older, but I spend a lot of time thinking about hell. Right. And I read a book oh, good good few years ago now called Inferno. Right. Uh, about a guy who's a sci-fi writer and he dies at a party and wakes up and he's in um I th- I mean he followed the Dante it's Dante's inferno description of what hell is like. Right. Uh, he wrote this story you know as if he'd been there sort of thing. And you start off in a little sort of urn and until you know you're stuck in there until for for some thousands of years or you know the time isn't really a th- a thing in hell. That's like the whole point is that you you can't count the days or the minutes. It's just endless, interminable, like a like a bus ride where you don't really know where you're meant to get off, and you're just going through industrial estates. Right. I think we can all relate to that. You're just thinking, yeah. When is this miserable ride going to end? There's nothing to look at. There's no one to talk to. I don't. I didn't bring anything with me to do. I'm just stuck here, and I don't know when we're going to get where we're going. That's time. You know, you, you're just basically stuck there. So you're in this urn, and eventually he cries out, "God help me." And the urn breaks open. He's in this giant field surrounded by urns. It's just like a sandy desert and all these other urns there. And he just starts walking and he's walking towards stuff and it's not getting any closer. And eventually this guy comes over um, to chat to him and he sort of tries to tell him, look, you're in hell. And he's like, don't be ridiculous. I must be in some, I must have had my brain frozen and I've woken up in the future and this is some weird alien theme park. Like he's trying to figure it out because he's an atheist. He's trying to figure out in his mind, this can't be real. Yeah. And it's his adventures in hell, if you like. Right. Um, and it's good. I recommend it. It's very old fashioned. It's very 70s sci-fi. Oh, I like um, that. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've but that, it's, yeah. uh, it, it's got some silly stuff. Like he bumps into quite a few famous people down right. in hell. Billy the Kid bumps into him. <laughs> right. And there's all kinds of weird rules <laughs> that scare me about hell. Because um, in this version, anyway, in order to get from this field of urns or whatever you'd call it to the judgment area, you have to cross the river Styx, right? And you have to pay the toll to the guy. Uh, the what's the name of the boatman? Anyone remember? Is it Charon? It could be Charon. Yeah, something. Like and that. you give him the the coin, and he takes you over. If you fall in the water or jump in the water, you're stuck there forever. There's no oh. chance of redemption. Right. And I was like, well, that fucking sucks. I mean, you, nobody knows the rules. Which kind of sucks. But as he goes into hell, all the people are getting punished in different ways. Um, right. And the main reason they're being punished is because they're they haven't changed as people. No. So if they're they're they're, they're still doing the same bad stuff. So he well, sees these these two groups of people. Well, he sees these two groups of people who are pushing a boulder, and one team is trying to push it up the other team's hill, and the other team is trying to push it up the other team's hill, and they're sort of doing battle over this stupid boulder, and it's never going anywhere because of course. In this version of hell, if you die or are injured, a little while later, you'll be healed so that you can't just kill yourself and, and get out of it that way. Sure. You, you can't take injury and you don't age, so you're just stuck. 
uh, forever. And even though you can suffer horrible injuries and pain, you, you'll heal again. I, I actually stole it for the Bodega book, as I did everything in the yeah. Bodega book. Um, but it's sort of, I just thought it was a really interesting idea because it's important that in hell there is no escape, right? There's no time, there's no escape. Your body is not, it, it can be horribly deconstructed, but it'll automatically reconstruct itself so you can be tortured again. So he sees these two groups of people fighting um, and he's like, why are you doing this? And they're just like, we've got to, those bastards over there are trying to push it up our hill. And it's like, they're, they're stuck there torturing themselves with something that they have brought with them, if right. you like. It's yeah. not a punishment that they can't escape from. All they have to do... So what are they, just competitive dad? Is no, yeah, it? they're like these kind of competitive assholes that, you know, never give up and nobody they beats me. They can't see, see past the competition. They can't right. see the bigger picture sort of Their thing. Their ego won't let them or whatever. Right. Um, is there an equally is there an equal hill across the road where there's the lazy people, you know, who are <laughs> do you know what I mean? And they're just sitting on their boulders forever, like smoking weed. And they're they're doomed to do that because they can't be asked to push the boulder. There, there's honestly if you, if you read the book, it's not a very big tome. Um I don't I think it's out of print. I bought it. Honestly, in a like bookshop. these things you can be done for anything. Like you could be done for being like paying too much attention to your dick and not paying enough attention to your but dick. But that's, that's the get... point, is that he finds all these people. One of them is this old old lady who was his neighbour, who was a sweet old lady, but she was a bit of a gossip. And she's got this hideous punishment. She has to like carry this superheated piece of metal that covers her. It's like a cage that she's stuck in and everything. And he's like, this is so out of line with what she did. Like This punishment is so awful. And what she did was just not that bad. How can this be? And he comes to realise that, in fact, they're all... They could all just escape these horrible punishments if they worked together or if they would listen or if they would change a little bit, Rise up. Um, which I thought was interesting. So the whole point of it was to make you face what it is about you that was bad and by doing that to, to beat it. Um, but he you'd actually... Think, you'd think that would happen pretty fast. People would learn pretty fast. You would like, think because be you're like, there for thousands and thousands know, I of think years. It's, I think it's like... I'm learning an afternoon. Like, yeah, all right, maybe I shouldn't be gossiping. All right, I'm not... I'm going to definitely... This burning cage is pretty awful. Yeah, but I don't think <laughs> yeah, people think. I don't think people realize because I don't think people there's there's people out there, lots of people out there who don't um have any insight into what they're doing and how it could be wrong. They just assume that what they're doing is is right sort of thing and they will never be able to to accept any like any blame or or any responsibility for like yeah. for for, you know, potentially inflicting misery upon another person sort of thing you know what i mean it's Absolutely. like it's like it's like it's it's sort of like really basic human nature isn't it it's why people well, can do horrible things to each other you're right and like some and where's the line and where's who's the moral where's the book that explains what you should and shouldn't do i like you know? that that's interesting you've smiled like at a gay man that a million years in hell it's like what so yes, it says that in the Bible that you shouldn't be nice to gays. You should tag them. It's like, okay, well, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Guess guess I'm going to hell then. Uh, like, do you know I mean who's who's author who's the authority of this this shit? And and it's so out of date. So well, quickly. who's the authority is God, obviously. I think, but uh, I, I I don't think it, I don't think if there is a hell, um, I don't think it would be judged in quite that way. I I, I really I don't know because it would be it's, too arbitrary, and I, it does it wouldn't it make sense. It's, and it's it's so it's so it's, it's so flaky of, of and loose. Like it, what's scary is that we just don't know, and and even. Uh, and if you if you try and follow these two thousand year old texts, you know all you're going to do is scare yourself, silly. Um, assuming you're doing everything wrong, I don't know. It's no, all bollocks. I'm scared of a fucking book, you pussy. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> fucking takes more to scare me. Okay. It's weird, isn't it? It's really, it's really interesting to think about because there's so many depictions of hell, and you see it in like loads of mo- loads of movies depict it differently. I like, I really like the concept though, and I like. Um, it's a very interesting thought. Experiment. I really like what Flax is saying about the uh, the old old lady whose whose only crime is being a gossip, which in itself is 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 is, is kind of shitty, right? You you don't really want to be gossiping too much because it, it can be harmful you know it can it, it can ruin people's lives or but make the them alternative or whatever. is keeping secrets no she yeah but i love either, the uh you know? I, I love that she's got like this fucking hideous like cage made of lava <laughs> that she's stuck in that she could get out of but she can't figure out how like i I would totally she watch stop gossiping. A, a, a TV show series. She's about whispering that. Like, through the bars. Oh, did you hear about Sharon? She's got a new handbag. <laughs> oh, I don't know how she affords that. I saw her queued up for food stamps last it's, week. It's but she's Gucci. got a new handbag. It's Gucci. Can you believe that? How could she exactly. afford Gucci? Do you know what I mean, it's like, shut up, woman. If you just stop gossiping, yeah. get this get cage off your, you. Get back in your lava cage. Oh, so here's, here's the one of the sillier parts in the book is that he meets this guy early on, his sort of guide, Benny, who seems to have some kind of powers, if you like. Like he's he's he understands hell better than than uh, Alan, who's the Alan Carpentier, who is the yeah. main guy. Um, and he seems to know how to get around certain things and everything. And sub- later on in the in the story. Uh, Benny falls into this pit with all these really bad people. And um, the sort of, I think Alan has to rescue him somehow. I can't remember the details. Is there no lifeguard for this in hell? I feel like. I There's feel a lot like of tumbling into things. There's I a feel lot like of you shouldn't be things. just tumble. I mean, first of all, health and safety is. It feels like that should be in Or hell and safety, start. I guess. But oh! Yeah. But, but do you know <laughs> I mean like you can't have someone who's done like, you know, you can't have like someone who's done something really small. Like I don't know, accidentally. That was my point. Someone, someone is a gossip. Spilled, like yeah. a, a coffee on someone, but didn't. They need trip to over a straight yeah. urn and fall in the you river sticks. That's it. That's your ass forever. No, you escape. can't. Just can't, you can't just put clumsy people in in hell. You know, <laughs> it's not. You know, they're, they're not. It's not just there. filled with yeah. Mr. Magoo's. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. Whoops! But so, but get get this. It gets it gets a little silly. So Benny, his guide, turns out to be Benito Mussolini. Oh, he nice. reveals that he's shit. Benito Mussolini all this time. Oh, this is my friend Addy. Addy, oh. Addy Hitley. <laughs> nice mustache. This is a uh, Paul Pop. He. Uh, it's a nice guy, real clumsy. <laughs> no masking of the name. <laughs> <laughs> if you like, well, I introduce you to Stalin. Yeah, this is, uh, this is Stalin. But we got a little gang going here, you know. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, but I just thought it was uh, it was funny. So at the end, they have to climb up this big statue of the devil, and at the top, it turns into heaven. But you've got to climb up it, and right. they get there, and Alan realizes that Benito's been here before. Because he's like, you've been here before and you didn't go up. And he's like, well, yeah, but, you know, I had to come back and help other people. Like, it's not fair for me to just fucking leg it. And Alan realizes that that's his redemption, is that Alan turns around and goes back uh, to help other people get out. And that that, in a way, even though it's going to be more suffering, he knows the escape now. He's going to bring other people there. I thought that was it was actually a really interesting um Story. Idea. Yeah. yeah. I like I like that idea that that in a way is how you've earned it is by saying no I, I could have redemption right now but actually I don't deserve it yet. I'm going to go back and help some other people. And, so and what earn you're it. saying is that they're deliberately not putting any kind of systems in place in hell to redeem anyone. They just want other people who are 
who were trying to redeem themselves to help other people redeem. Do you know what it's like? It's like someone automating a system like Steam or whatever. It's like Valve have like three employees, like, you know, and they, all the rest is just everyone else They're relying else on the community. Themselves. They're relying yeah, on the, the community. the user base yeah. and the, the game devs <laughs> and the, the, the reviewing system and everything like that's all done by We them. make a lot of rules yeah. for, for hell, right? Like, there's, you, there's never rules for heaven because I don't think that the way that we talk about hell and, and what types of hell there are and, and stuff like that would means that like heaven would be different to what we think, right? Like it would have to be. What's your ideal heaven? Your ideal heaven is you um, having a fun time sinning, pretty much, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that Again, goes. I, from, I think that goes for most people, and uh, obviously that can't be. So like say say we're we're talking about hell and say hell is just my like, idea of heaven is it's really hot you know no it's no no got but like but, maybe like there's a barbecue going on yeah no but you, uh, but smell the, of meat the thing is but, you know I want to be slaying pussy and snorting coke twenty four well this is it but that, there's that's, like a that's rock the thing. music going on humans yeah. can't exist in heaven because they just don't have the capacity to we are describing hell. Yeah. Are you, there you, other people it, there? I don't think there can be. Okay, so so but then equally you can't live with them and you can't live without them. Like we're well, social no, creatures. I can't live is, without people. In the same way hell, like hell is like an eternity of like anguish or something. Like how I was talking about that corridor and that's you for eternity, right? You're just like, yeah. fuck, I can't get through this. Ah, you know, you're just like frustrated, you're filled with anguish. There's there's no getting better. There's no way around it. That's that's it, right? That's it. So heaven has to be the same thing. It has to be like, think of something. Think of something nice, like you're laying on a on a on a beach. Okay, boring. I can't do that forever. But you, but you have no concept of anything else. So it's just nice. You're just relaxed forever. You know what I mean? Right. But I'll get bored. You wouldn't though. You you wouldn't have the same mind you have now because if but you have the same heaven. mind that you have now. You can't be in heaven but then I, because you want to do things that aren't heavenly. But then de facto, that's not heaven. No, but I mean, like that's but, being but seen. Hell, up. we accept that hell should be some sort of like punishment where, like, you you have like some anguish. So you'd have to have your mind right because you'd have to be able to to say, "Fuck, this sucks." You know what I mean? But in well, heaven, so I just I'm lying around in a kind of blissed out, non-thinking, yeah, unconscious like, state. You're you're just like on drugs forever. That sounds and, terrible. But that's how it would have to be. No, I, I disagree. You couldn't have a you couldn't have a place where you could just like fuck bitches all the time and do drugs and stuff like that <laughs> because it's all sinful. That you can't you can't sin in heaven. Right, but the point is, I just spent my whole life not sinning. You got to let me sin. But having a having a really relaxing, torture free eternity is the payoff. Right, but that, that but it means nothing. Okay, well, I would rather be bored. I, I'd rather be bored laying on a beach and be relaxed of than course. fucking stuck in in some anguishing hell. Like. But that's the point: is that you have to have something to compare it to. Otherwise, it's not heaven. We learned this from the Matrix people. An entire think, entire crops were lost. I know, but do you not remember? But the thing is, though, I don't think a heaven exists <laughs> that would be ideal for you, Flax. I don't think I don't think it can exist. I think it, it can contradicts exist. It absolutely itself. can exist. Right. So what? It can so exist. so so describe me a heaven. I'll, I'll tell you what it that, is. A, a legit heaven that has no 
no sin or, or anything in it. All right, I'll tell you what it that is. That you would enjoy for the rest they, of eternity. They just eternity. put you back again. It's just Earth again. Right. But this time, everything works out for you. Right. So you you see the same shit, everything like that, but everything seems to work out for you. You end up fucking Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos' reincarnation here, he's already died in some previous life. This is Jeff Bezos 2.0, maybe 12.0, I don't know. Right. And if you if you have a, a lousy life, you come back as another person and have a shit time. One of those people that just nothing goes right for them. Right. You know what I mean? You had a good life, you come back as another person, and but everything even, works out. But for even you. people like that can 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 find happiness though. Like it's not it's it's not that black and white, right? Like some people have really miserable lives, but they're the happiest people. But they go on to to carve out happiness within that somehow. Right, but then that's that's an aspect and, where and, you're and, in the middle. That's a they've, new they've one. Spent, they've lived their the the best life, right? Because but that's a new they've soul. Figured it out. So we got some new souls and some more. Because obviously there have to be more souls now because there are more people, right? Well, Think maybe I don't know. So I mean, souls... there are more people, isn't it? That there are more people alive today than have ever lived, or some shit like that. Yeah. So there I'm... must be new souls coming along. So that's their first run, the middling ones. Uh, how the do ones we know, though? Good, uh, the only concept that we have on the population of this planet is based on where we're at right now. We don't know. It's been around a long time. I mean, there could have been, like, other races that have just been, you know. Don't you think there'd be some evidence? Been, well, look at, like, well, look at, look at dinosaurs, and that's like. We know about them. I know, but I'm, I'm saying, like, what about way before them? Like, there could, we, we, could we have know been about anything. that. Wait, maybe we not. Wait, maybe not. The Earth could have been like much more different. No. Yeah, it could have been made up of like jelly men yeah, that have all know. dissolved and all the evidence is gone. You don't know. <laughs> ghosts. Oh my god. Ghosts, people. No, honestly, like, so you guys are right. Like, the the, the idea. No, the no, traditional no. Idea we are not right. Of... Sips is definitively wrong. He's claiming that before the dinosaurs, there was some <laughs> other jelly people. I'm we not saying that though. there was. I'm saying that there could have been. You don't know for sure. Hey, that's a very scientific outlook. We just don't know, Pflax. You're saying you're telling. Telling me that before, like we've got the very earliest, a lot of the very, very early life forms, we have fossil records for that. Uh, You're saying that before that, an entire race lived, evolved, was on the Earth in its very early stages. It's possible, somehow we haven't even been to the bottom of the ocean yet. Who knows what's down there? Sand. Yeah, only James Cameron went down there. Sand and dead you know, fish. You right. Okay. Well. well, I'm just saying anything is possible. I I, I don't think you can discount it. Um, you never know. Maybe in a hundred years you'll you'll look back on this because you'll be a head in a jar or something on a spaceship. <laughs> you'll be like, holy fuck, Sips is right. <laughs> Not on your what? bloody spaceship. I wish I had expanded my mind a little bit instead of being so fucking sure of myself the, this whole time. Because a hundred years on, look at this guy was actually. This is right. a really interesting thing the, the classic idea of hell is this kind of fiery pit of physical torture instead it's this podcast it's very like it's very dated in the idea that it's supposed to whip people into line and get them to believe in god and be good and virtuous or else you know it's a punishment it's a very naive low level something you have for a five-year-old you know eat your dinner or you know you're gonna have to go to or the room and burn get you for all eternity yeah you might get a smack you know behave yourself it's, funny, you it's get weird smacked. right i like thinking about it because there's a lot to think about but i'm not I, I wouldn't like it's not something I'm interested in like practicing or or reading any facts. We just about. like to think about it, right? It's just it's an interesting like a thing. mental like puzzle or something, you know? Yeah. Like I just like to sort of think about it. I don't know. It's but I like I, I do understand what you're saying about you couldn't have heaven because sinning is fun. Yeah. And sinning by definition could not exist in heaven. But 
I I think the whole idea is that you get to heaven, you get a free pass. I mean, uh, you know what uh, I mean? It's like it's like you've got the ticket at the theme park that lets you st skip all the queues. God's like, do you know what? You've had a great life. You've done really well. Fuck as many prostitutes and snort as much. Like, <laughs> yeah. Go what? Yeah. I'm gonna look the I, other I, way. But. But here's the thing, all of that stuff doesn't make any sense, right? None of it does, because people are dynamically changing and constantly evolving. Unless you somehow, you're when you die, you're like locked in a specific sense of mind. Like, for example, even with like physical torture, okay, if you're being like flame grilled on a fucking, you know, barbecue on a, on a spit roast every day and like rotated around like a roast pig, like after a few days, your brain is going to have adapted to that. And, you know, and even if you're continually healed or through magic or some bullshit, you know, ugh, it's stupid. The point is that there's there's other tortures that are, that are, that are well, necessary yeah, they'd mix it to, up. to have I, I used to like think mental that... torture. But also the same thing with 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 heaven. Like, you know, you do smoke and blow and cookers one day. You're not going to want to do that every day forever. No, but I'd you like to mix it up. And so, you know, that's the thing. Like, it's got to be it's got to be constantly dynamically changing. And someone has to craft that. No, no, no. Or no, no, it no. just becomes out of control. It's just because like you a world. would then start. It's like a world. If you start sinning and doing coke and stuff and then heroin and you get addicted to it. What is it? Some special heroin that you don't get addicted to? Yeah, like, you don't get addicted to and it. And it doesn't give you any poisoning or anything no, like that? No, nothing. I mean, here you go. Like, it's all. But yeah, who is establishing these rules? And how are they God. fucking. Yeah, but who's. Because he's God. I know. It's stupid. Yeah, you can't just say bullshit. that, though. Listen, I, I, I thought at one point, I was like, you know what would be really cool? A really cool heaven would be you live like a, like a decent life and you have lots of happy memories or whatever. You arrive in heaven and it's just like a control room where you have like your brain has been modified so that you can like very quickly identify a point in time and travel back to it and relive like a happy time. Right. Yeah. So like, uh, say I'd like, like to be, I would like to be able to explore the universe. Say, so you could just randomly go back and just be like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay, I, I really want to just have dinner with like my small kids and my, and my wife again or something. A happy memory. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Or I want to go and I, I would love to, if I could like go throughout human history Sure. Go and watch some but of actually, the battles in the Punic Wars or go and see the dinosaurs or travel to a distant planet where okay, there's also life actually, and just observe That them. would be so fucking miserable and you would just feel like shit all the time. because. Why? Because you're traveling in the past in places that you can't make any changes. There's no, there's nothing for you to progress. There's no way How for you, you to change. How about you can make changes? As a, How about as there a is you progress? You can't make changes what? in history. Well, let's just, we're just allowing anything, though. No, no. no we're not. He's saying they can't. So you, so you go back to these times and you relive these memories, but that's all they are. They're just memories. And, and you get nothing from them except for misery, right? Because you're just like, oh, fuck. As much as I enjoyed that, I miss that. And... At the time, I didn't fully appreciate it. Yeah, but and you'll now see, here you'll I see am, them again. filled with sorrow and sadness because. But now you're describing hell. This is hell. Yeah, exactly. Climb up the statue, Sipsy. You're going to see them again in heaven. Yeah, but They're you might be not. In though. Heaven. It depends that, on what heaven very you get. Sad. Yeah, I know. So it's, maybe, it, maybe you can uh, go into hell and pull them out like uh, like Benito Mussolini did in <laughs> right, yeah, in the yeah. book Inferno. Send me in, boss. I like thinking about it, but every time I think about it, I. I realize how uh, improbable the whole thing has to oh, be. Yeah. Like it's oh, impossible yeah. <laughs> because I don't think that anybody can can be truly happy in, in any capacity other than in the exact moment they're in. Right? Like that. That's the only way to be happy. To like to, that's to a take beautiful sense. Every man. every every minute to just think, what am I doing right now? Am I happy doing this? I'm happy. Right? 
you can't like retrospectively be like I was happy because you don't know for sure, right? Because like, or I will be happy when, or, and I you can't look to the future and be like, whatever. I'll be happy no. because I'll have X amount of money or whatever. Because that's the thing you take yourself with you everywhere, right? If you're a miserable person, you will just be miserable. It doesn't matter what happens, right? Like, it doesn't matter what happened in the past. Well, maybe it does a little bit ha- matter what happened in the past. It doesn't matter what will happen in the future. Everything good could happen to you in the future, but you're a fucking total wet ass. You know, you're just like <laughs> wet ass. You're just you're, you're just like just a fucking streak of piss, right? And I, I do I do think one thing was funny is you said that you'd be watching. Like if I said you could travel to any period in time and watch it, you were like, yeah, but you wouldn't be able to change anything. That's television, isn't it? Like you just yeah, kind watch of. It's, stuff it, yeah, it's interesting. But like, if that was your whole existence, all of a sudden, no, no, it's just be, one It would be interesting it. for a while, and then you'd just be like, "Fuck me!" Like, no, you, like, I mean, think about this. Can you imagine if you could travel to an alien world and watch their civilization develop? Watch their TV shows. How oh, fucked up is fuck, their Game of Thrones so going to be? Tedious, alien though. Game of Thrones. It'd be great. It would be so fucking tedious. Like it would. Oh. It would suck. It'd be uh, fascinating. I think you two got. You two have to understand that that this you're confused about. You're arguing about something that isn't going to ever exist. Like, have you ever watched? <laughs> have you watched? Have you watched? Have you watched, have you watched <laughs> all right, all right, Mister Fun. On one hand, you're oh, saying Mr. that you could do time. anything, but it would be bad. Let's argue about Lewis's sex life now on the topic of. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I could do something that's I'm in heaven. I could do something incredibly bullshit, supernatural, magical, but it would suck. Yeah. It's like what well, no, it, no, it would it w- though. Realistically, it's just, it's everything just a funny would conversation. It would it would what? suck after a while. We're just having a I chat. So. Have you seen The Good Place, the TV show? Oh, no, I haven't seen it. No. Yeah, it's right. good. It's about um it's a it's the idea is is that you know that that these people are sent to heaven, but it's not their heaven really, and it doesn't doesn't feel like heaven to them, you know. It's clever i'm yeah you should watch it it's funny and it's good and it plays with that heaven hell kind of concept you know there's this idea that they're they're in the good place and it's got um, jamila jamilin and she is fine oh my gosh well there she you go is fine. Uh, glowing accolade for that holy crap there you go so one thing i i i saw this week um on twitter was this this post that was going around and it was basically this thing about aphantasia um, which is, is that this... where you can't imagine things when you close your eyes? You got no mind's eye, is that right? Yeah, it's where you can't visualize um, images or is it things the apple? In, in your Holy eye. crap, that would suck. Was it the the, yeah. the think of an apple? It's a curse these... and a blessing at the same time, really. Yeah, like, uh, being the opposite of that. Well, I it's mean. something I'd sort of never heard of, really, and it was something that that we've never really even acknowledged. You know, when when we were kids or when we we're at school, people were like, oh yeah, this guy's dyslexic or you know this guy's autistic or this guy's you know but aphantasia is this thing where you you don't have um it's not like you don't have an imagination necessarily but it's like you don't you, you can't, can't you visualize can't images yeah, yeah. and you know i think it is this for a second you know i was like because it, it, the way the sort of the scale was presented was it was presented as like you can visualize a beautiful red crisp vivid apple okay uh, so if i were to tell you like can you imagine an, an apple in your mind right now what does that look like? And it sort of had this scale and it was like the next one was a little bit kind of fuzzy. The next one was like black and white. The next one was like kind of just a blur. It was like looking at graphics through the ages, I would say. Yeah, and and, and talking to certain people about it afterwards and reading some stuff about it, it feels like it's something to do... It's, it's not... People aren't always the same on the scale, but it doesn't actually matter. You can improve on the scale... But some people obviously don't have a mind's eye, and that is a sort of a thing with their brain. Um, but it, it's not 
sort of it's not necessarily like crippling what, what does uh, it do to like, them like what 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 are they not as good at imagination stuff or like like you remember that test you do in maths where you had to transpose shapes it's like if i flip this triangle through 80 degrees which of these would it most resemble you know and you have to sort of you know which shape fits into this is that the kind of thing they can't do or is that because that's visual on a page that's no problem but if they had to imagine something are they like the worst inventors ever because they can't imagine stuff? How how does it manifest itself? I'm not sure. Like I, I I'm not sure if it's if it's like one of those things which actually helps you in some ways or you know in some things and hurts you in others. You know, but it, and it doesn't seem to be that big of a deal. Um, but it wasn't. It was strange because Neil Gaiman, um, who's the the famous you know writer and guy who mostly honestly Neil Gaiman. I used to really enjoy his writing, but it's sort of recently sort of become. A bit more. Oh, I went outside into my garden, and at the bottom was the fairy cottage. And I spoke to the fairy queen, and she told me to go climb the beanstalk into the wizard's tower. Oh, man, and up my daughter there was would love all that. All that. She's gosh, four. and it's it's. It, I couldn't. I honestly, recently, his uh, he's written a lot of amazing stuff. Anyway, he re he responded with the with a tweet. Oh, the apple I imagine isn't just a red apple. It's it's a covered in dew on a fresh on a tree, and you can see the sunrise and all this stuff, right? And and someone responded to him saying, oh, "We get it, Neil. You have like an amazing imagination, you know." And he sort of responded saying, "Oh, I didn't realize anyone didn't. I re I thought everyone was number one, like me, you know. I thought we were just gonna post, you know, what we what we imagine without out of our imagination. But a lot of people have trouble apparently seeing things in their mind's eye." Or when they close their eyes, or when their eyes are open, and I was wondering if, if what, what for 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 you two, what it was like? Because for me, um, it's not easy to imagine things in my mind, and I certainly can't. It certainly doesn't seem to me to be a vivid or like like real seeing. It certainly is 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 blurrier. Um, so, for example, a test I can like one of the tests that it sort of says is imagine someone that you know, okay. Um, not well, that maybe you haven't, or quite well, but maybe you haven't seen them for a little while. So maybe like if we imagine each other, uh -huh. can you see my face like floating in your mind's eye as I'm talking I to you? I don't see it floating. I can see you like within the context of like a situation though. Like, like if in my mind, I can like picture you like, you know, at a restaurant or something like that, you know, looking deep it's, into it's not my like own I'm, eyes. Well, it's not like I close my eye and your face is, is floating in my yeah. vision. No. It's it's like I, I know it's in there. It's and not I can like my lovely it. horse from Father Ted. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's more like you know when you're daydreaming and your your eyes almost stop seeing the world. Yeah, you stare through the world sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, and the world is kind of gone and your eyes are just like ignoring what they're seeing and instead it's almost like a dream Yeah, in the daytime. I guess they could call it a daydream. Yeah. It's sort of, it's just like float, it's almost like you're seeing it and dreaming and I can I can picture stuff like that. So when I'm when I'm trying to picture something in my mind, my my if I can do it, if I'm in the mood to do it, my I'll kind of go blank and I'll just go away and I'll just sort of be. It's almost like a lucid dream. Yeah. So so pick so 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 picture me in your mind. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Put your clothes on. Put your clothes on right. Well, if you now. want me to picture your head floating around, I can do that as well. Okay. Your head is now floating around in my mind. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So do I have a body? Can you picture my body as well? Yeah, a little skinny body. If you want a body, I can add one to you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Can you make me like walk around and stuff? Yeah. Uh -huh. You're wearing a blue jumper. You're moonwalking now. In, in place for me. Yeah, I can see him moonwalking too. Good job. 
Oh my god! Okay, can, can you like pick out the details on like the clothes I'm wearing and you stuff? You got white shoes like, on. Yeah, you got those white sneakers on. You got a You've black got pair sticky, of jeans sticky and, a, and like a red woolly sweater. I'll go for blue. I had blue, but red yeah. could work too. Let's sure. change What's it to the red. expression on my face? Goofy like, grin. My, yeah, like goofy Lewis look, grin. Just, just like normal. Like you like know, no expression thumbnail. for me. Really? So is this something that you have seen before, or like is it like is it like a like a I've photo? I've seen you before. No, yeah. Now I'm now you're doing the Russian dance for me. You know the one. Does it look like a memory or like a computer generated image of me or no, something you can What's just, it? What's you just it? conjure it up it's like it's a I'm mix, imagining it's a you mix doing of it. things that i've seen before but I, all i've done is i've transplanted your face onto onto. so is it. this very very vivid so to you is it's it like, like it's like a, it's like a, a complex mix of imagery that i have seen before uh including it's not like a, like a photo a, a real it's not like a photo you not, know you know in a dream when if you're focusing on one thing in the dream your your mind fills in the background. Nobody's just floating in darkness, unless that's the dream. But like, if I'm imagining someone in a room, I have a sense of the place that they are, yeah. but I couldn't peer at the detail without that becoming the dream. Do you so always, it's, it's when like you having a very somebody, narrow lens. When you picture somebody in a room, is it always like a very similar room? Like my go-to room is like like a, like a grandma's nursing home room for some reason. <laughs> It's no, weird, I, I tend it? to think of a place that I associate them with. It's so just, when I picture Lewis, it's just Lewis, like a bit beige with some floral accents, and like, yeah. it, but I can change the room, right? But like my default, like if somebody says I'm in a room, I'm just like that's your oh, starter level. That's my starter start, level. That's is. my first room. Okay. Yeah, every time. No, my, I tend to I tend to picture people in places that I either last associate them with. So I, I pictured a friend of mine. Um, who I hadn't seen in a few years, but the last time I saw him, we went to the pub near me. And so when I was picturing him, when you said picture a person that you haven't seen in a while, I thought of him. I remembered us in the pub garden and drinking a pint and having a laugh. Yeah. And then when you said Lewis, I was picturing him in the Yogscast office uh, with all this the bookshelf behind him with all the miniatures and stuff. That was the background. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was like a vague understanding of that background. I knew what it was, but I wasn't picking out every miniature in that fucking. Glass Another cabinet. place that I like to imagine people in is the is the Queen Vic pub in EastEnders. <laughs> For some reason, no, I'm being deadly serious. Like it just, I like the. I, I like the aesthetic of it. Sitch. Yeah, it's just it's like not a time for laughing now, son. I can smell that place, you know. Every time I see it, I can like smell it. It's weird. It's just like it just seems so familiar somehow. But like, do you watch a lot of I've EastEnders? Not even. No, not really. Mm. It's just something about the the look of it. Yeah. So that's the other thing, isn't it? That you can smell and hear and sort of taste things. Like, imagine if you imagine like right now, a lovely soft piece of bread. You know, can you like taste that a little bit? I can in smell your it. Mind? Yeah, I can taste it as well. Yeah. yeah. I have a very, yeah. very very bad sense of smell. Uh, I, right. mo most flowers, I can't smell them. Like Mrs. F will be like, smell this flower. And it's like, mm. so when I find a flower that I can actually smell, I'm like huffing it like crazy. Oh man, it's, don't get me it's, started. Uh, it's amazing. But it's, yeah, it's for, for whatever reason, my sense of smell is very bad. Always has been. I think mine's yeah. average. I wouldn't say that I'm like sensitive. Yeah, well, we don't, as humans, we don't use our sense of smell that much, do we really? Apart from but the, burning, the smell of puke will make me puke. Like I can't, I, I hate this. I hate puke smell. Even, and and, and yeah. strong well, shit thing. as well will make Ugh. me almost But it is puke. designed to. Yeah, I know. A, I the know. smell of puke is designed to make you puke because it, it's, but it's, if someone else has puked, yeah. the whole point of a tribe is that 
it'll save the tribe. You shun them and leave them you. for the wolves. No, because if they've eaten something which is making them sick, you should also be yeah. sick. Well, some people are, like, are really sensitive uh, to certain smells. Like, I know those ones are like the like the typical ones. Yeah, yeah. But like some people, uh, it's almost like they have an allergy to a smell or something, right? Mm. They, they're like overly sensitive to it. And same, some people uh, are like that with certain lighting, like light. And some and, people, like, they can't stand the feel of cotton wool. Like yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's strange. Eh? I don't know where Everyone's all that comes different. from, but yeah. I mean, the, so so this uh, Fantasia thing, I just may be interested. I that mean, is interesting, I think the reality yeah. is that people are on different sides of the scale, um, definitely, and, and it, it is something that you shouldn't be worried about if it's harder for you to visualize things. And certainly, well, because I was concerned about, because I find it much harder to visualize things or to manipulate images in my mind. Um, and some people just, it's very easy, it's very real, it's very vivid. Well, most people, I think, actually. And so, but apparently you can improve it by practice and it doesn't impact your life too much. But if you can't see anything, so there was this guy, this guy, Ed, uh, who was the head of Pixar, Ed Catmull. Right. Um, and he was doing some Tibetan meditation or whatever, sure. which which is, part of that is a visualization. And, and he was told as part of the practice to picture a sphere, you know, floating in front of him. And he just couldn't couldn't do it for like a week, and so he found out that you know lots of people were able to form mental images so strong they could open their eyes and the image would still be there, you know, so they could practically draw around the thing that they could see in front of them, um, but other people couldn't see anything at all. And in fact, unusually, quite a lot of very famous animators and artists, like um, the guy who created the Little Mermaid originally, right. has has aphantasia. Lots of people do. All right. Um, so from hand drawn to digital, um, and it and it's and it's apparently not like even like a problem. Like, do you um, suppose that the desire from a young age, especially because most people that are brilliant, like at, at drawing or painting, always draw. And I wonder if part of it is a desire to picture things, even subconsciously. The rest of us can picture stuff in our mind, and that's fair enough. They want to draw stuff down because that's the only way. Oh my gosh! That they can maybe, maybe, maybe. So maybe. Martin mentioned that he was Martin Littlewood said he was like a five on the scale, or whatever, like a sort of whatever it is, whatever the the one where not evil to to sort of visualize things right. is, and and that's unusual. Yeah, it's a bit, um, yeah. Never trusted him. Never trusted him. Now I know why. Yeah, never, never trust a five. Never. But he's quite artistic, you know, and obviously got started sort of building things in Minecraft. And I don't know, like maybe that that desire to build and create and show things in that thing comes out from there. I don't know. He's a, he's a creative guy though, and it's, it's certainly like not. I think there's different yeah. ways of being creative, like visual. Like you can be visually creative, but like there you can be sort of. There's other ways of of being creative like you might not be able to picture something in your mind but like you said you might be able to go off and 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 build something or design something really really amazing or whatever yeah that's how you picture stuff is your imagination goes onto the page yeah rather than just and into some people's brain. minds just work differently they can invent yeah. something very complex that you know other people might not have been able to come up I mean, with they or, said uh was it mozart or beethoven could he could hear the whole symphony in his in his uh, in his mind. Most people, when you're thinking of music, yeah, and you're trying to imagine a tune, you, you you're actually only really thinking of one 
track. Oh at man, a time I would write like. some really boring music. Like all of my music <laughs> is just like, <laughs> but like I wouldn't know like where to put the bass lines or anything. Right. In. Like it would just be garbage. You know what I mean? Well, we don't so musicians. Props to him for being able to fucking compose yeah, a symphony you know in his mind. I'm gonna do it. I know you don't like it, but shout out to Beethoven slash Mozart, whichever one it was. Fucking. Let's do it, guys. Let's we do know, a we shout really out to them. shout out people. We'll, we'll fucking <laughs> shout out the greats. <laughs> fucking Beethoven <laughs> and, and Mozart. Good, good job, guys. <laughs> no, it's, it is impressive. You think like, you know, that's that's a while ago, too, yeah. that those guys came up with that shit. Yeah, wow. it, is, it is impressive how music and things like this do cause uh, sometimes a, a reaction. Emotional reaction. I, I can cry so to for music example, easy. Like, I, I have done many times. Last week, I was in Sips's kitchen, right. and we were playing... I, play, I, I said, Alexa, play Toto by Africa. Yeah, and Lewis started uh, to cry. Africa by Toto, you goon. We were all... Sorry. We, well, Toto by Africa. We, we were all um, bopping out, you know, just fine. But Sips's daughter was not having it. No. She, she wasn't... She was not enjoying it at all. Well, it's um, not... It wasn't the, the choice of music. Um, she's actually fairly agreeable. The problem with my daughter is that she's very stubborn. I, she gets it from me. Um, so if she has an idea in her mind that we're going to be listening to I Like to Move It and we don't listen to I Like to Move It, she'll just sulk. Like no she, one's she, having a good time. She'll just yeah. be fucking miserable about it. Um, and yeah. and well, we let you know about like it too. She's got, she's, she's got that type of personality, which I think she gets from me as well, where like... Um, you, you could just tell, you know, like when she's annoyed about something and like the whole atmosphere of the room is brought down <laughs> by it as well. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you uh, annoyed. I mean, I've seen you when you're playing a game, you get pissed yeah, off. But I've never, when I'm hanging like out with you, I've never thought, man, Sips is in a bad mood. Like, No, well, I, I, yeah. I don't really get into into bad moods as such like uh like I, i've seen you get I, angry I get, but it's always like slightly funny yeah well it's always frustration with myself at a game or something like that right it's never like well the game I, like i i think probably like since i stopped working in an office and probably since i st stopped having to be like a responsible adult for the most part i've i've been the happiest i've ever been so like I'm very seldomly like in a bad mood. Right. Would you say you're in heaven? Would you say this could be heaven? This could be heaven this on could earth. Be yeah. Heaven. Yeah. Or is this hell? No, I think it, I'm I'm a fairly content guy. Actually, it must be some form of heaven. Yeah. Like it's 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 pretty good. But um, mm. wow, I used Jersey to, I used, must be amazing. I used to get nice, like nice when I used place. to work and stuff. Like sometimes I go into work and I'd just be fucking so mad. Like I'd just be like, oh, shit, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do any of this stuff. I hate all these people and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, like, like, I get that. Life can get you down <laughs> for sure. But I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I have a life that doesn't get me down so much now. You know. Guess what I've been playing for the last few days? Uh, uh, hungry, hungry hippos. Nope. Um, connect four. Nope. Bre Monopoly, don't break. Scrabble. Break the ice. Break. Nope, it's, Toto it's a video by game. It's a video game. Toto by Africa. Um, <laughs> a video game. Uh, oh, I know. You've been playing Daisy. Daisy. Uh Cine came yeah. into my chat the other day. It was like, "Come play Daisy," and it's like, "Daisy." Let me tell you something. Somehow, still worse than Overwatch. It's which super is, scuffed. Which is quite it's super scuffed. Quite an accolade. But for some reason, I've been having fun playing it. I have some. I have some complaints. Obviously, I'm not going to go into them here because it's a little boring for everybody. But that game is still full price on Steam. Oh man, I, I like the idea of Daisy. I like the theme of Daisy. I just don't like Daisy. It's uh, oh, it's, you'd hate it's, it. It's weird. Like uh, I've had very few experiences with it, and all of them have been bad. You would hate it. Yesterday, I spent the whole morning stream running in the woods, getting attacked by wolves, 
fending off zombies. I didn't see another player for like four hours. And then I'm walking, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm walking towards this industrial site to go and loot it. I get my night vision goggles out. I'm peering around. There's no lads. I'm checking. I walk around. There's a dude on a rock and he just goes and just guns me down. Yeah. Hours of work gone. Yeah. My whole survival story for that character gone. But I immediately went back in and started again. I don't know why I'm hooked on it at the moment, but I am. I'm, I'm like that with Overwatch now, like, uh, and have been for like two months. I don't know why. Do you hate yourself? I don't hate do myself. I hate myself. Do, you, do, you, do you want? Do you like torture? Because I found a game that you might like. It's a game called Stone Shard. Oh, isn't that new? Yeah, no, I saw this. It came out a week ago. Yeah, it's um, well, it's been on early access for a little bit before that, but now it's like it's like a single player Battle Brothers. Only you can only save at the inn. Right. Um. And so you're kind of you kind of you have your mercenary, and so I I started the game. I created my character. I went through the tutorial, blah blah blah. Did it all. It was fine. And then got got into the game. Created a character. Walked out of town. There were two wolves there. They just savaged me to death. Oh <laughs> man! I, and I was like, "The fuck is this?" I'm not, I, I can't find anything I want to play. Like, like there's nothing new out that is overly appealing to me. Like, I, there's nothing that I've seen that's been like, "Oh fuck." You know, I, I, that looks good. I'm going to try it out or whatever. And I'm kind of like, I know I'm like, I'm, I'm playing a lot of Overwatch right now, which I have played a lot of in the past, but I just, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I don't really want to play City Skylines again. Like I played it. Yeah, like, no, enough. I played that You know what I mean? Like uh, Prison Architect, I played tons of, I don't want to play it again. Like RimWorld, I played tons of, I don't want to play, you know what I mean? Like. I need like something new and exciting. It's just like it's such a rush. There, there are just there are games in the works that I'm like, yeah, that looks interesting. That looks cool. But the thing is, you, do you guys ever play um, Game Dev Tycoon? Yeah. So do you remember in that that I've got it on my iPad now. Oh, it's such a great game. That's right? really good. I love good, that yeah. game. It is. So you do you know the way as you as you get bigger as a developer, your game development time ends up taking forever. Like it's almost a whole year to develop a game because they're all triple A titles and you've got to get all these bubbles and everything like that for all your guys. Do you suppose that the games now are so complicated that there's just not as many of them? Like the decent games take time and there's only so many developers making decent games. So we're like, there's nothing out at the moment I want to play. It's like, it takes a long fucking time. People's expectations are so high. Yeah, You can't just knock a game out in a few months, bosh, done. It's got to have all these different layers and all the rest of it, just like in Game Dev Tycoon. It's complicated because like, the, the games are weird and they try and do weird stuff too. Like sometimes they're they're like... Sometimes they're like a movie, like a, like they've got full story and it feels like just a bad movie and it's like a bad slow movie, you know. And sometimes it's like a puzzle thing and it's like it's like a complicated Sudoku or like, I mean, or sometimes it's a mix of those things. Sometimes it's like just a mindless shooty or a clicky thing. I played a little bit of like um, Wolchen, which is like a new kind of Diablo type right. game. And it felt like it was like the new evolution of Diablo and I enjoyed it. But like at the same time, it was like just a little bit like, same do me. I care? Yeah. Like, it's like, like I, I get it. Like, I, I think you have to hunt around. And But there are hundreds of games coming out every week, like so many. And some of them are really quirky and cool and fun and chill and, and give you good vibes, good, healthy new stuff going on in your brain. Um, there's loads of good recommendations right. out there. So I, I, I would, if you're looking for a new game, just... Look at some best of 2019 lists and best of the decade because there's been some really interesting games and you probably would have missed one. And I'm I'm doing the same with books and stuff. So how too. come, right? Civilization is one of the biggest sort of franchises of all time. Why aren't there more companies making 
civilization style games. Well, there are. Why is there yeah. only one football management game? Out okay, there that's oh. good. you know, that's li- a bit listen, niche, li- hear me out on this it's one. It's a okay? huge seller. You know, you know, yeah, Farming right. Simulator. Right. I think their model is is junk. Okay. Like, I get it. Okay, you make one every year and you call it whatever the year it is, and you sell all those copies or whatever. But honestly, I think Farming Simulator would be a fucking awesome game if it was a bit more like WoW or something. Like, instead of buying <laughs> okay. a new game every year, just have like a small subscription or maybe just like a one-time payment to just help them like add new features to Farming Simulator and just make one Farming Simulator really good instead of just releasing the same game year after year after year, right? You should you should go on the, the podcast, Alex... And the game devs in the office have made a new podcast. I think it's called like Pitch Perfect. Right. They're bringing people in to pitch their games. Right. And the game devs talk about whether the game would be possible or not to make and what the downsides would be. If you're interested in that, they go, we just plug in another people, another that's podcast. Unbelievable. Hey, well, that's unbelievable. Sorry, that I just didn't want to no, do no, that. No, no, that's cross-pollination. They that's... have to pimp us now. And yeah, then the you've got to make sure that they, they shout us out now. Yeah, okay. No, Tom H is in it. He's good. He's funny. He's he edits this podcast. Shout out to Tom. He's a good lad. Top lad. Cut cut that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, by the way, Oscars happened. Um, Parasite won. Great Have movie. You seen Parasite? Great movie. No, I haven't seen it. People keep telling me I should see it. It's but... come out of the cinema this week, um, and I watched it, and I thought it was pretty weird. But oh, it's weird, right. but it's very, very good. I still haven't seen the most recent Star Wars, but like, I think I'm done. Don't worry about that. It's eh. not I think I'm out. I think so. I'm you done. know what I watched last You're night? I out. watched The Towering Inferno. You heard of this movie? Oh my god! It's a, it's a, T-Flex, do you watch? Do you watch it on like ITV? No, no, it was on TCM, Turner Classic <laughs> Movies. And about okay, about five sure. o'clock, because the kids come home from school, they have them at like three thirty. And I let them chill and play their games and stuff Steve for an hour McQueen. a bit. Then about five o'clock I go downstairs and I watch some telly. So I watched The Towering Inferno. And for the first half hour... It's quite famous. It is a very famous movie. Kicked off a lot of those big disaster movies in the 70s, like Earthquake and stuff like that. And the whole point of it is, like, you know, someone's cut some corners somewhere and now they've got this fucking Inferno in the tower. And um, there's always, like, certain trope characters that you've got in the 70s that always popped up that's quite funny to see. There's always... Uh, a slightly chubby, rich, older woman who ends up getting stuck in something. Now, it always makes me laugh because in the Poseidon <laughs> Adventure, they had the same thing. And I just it's just funny, these characters that pop up the same exact characters. If there's kids in the movie, they're always the archetypal American kid with the rosy cheeks and the freckles. Gee, mister, are we going up in the tower today? You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and they're always called like Little Timmy or whatever. Those are real oh things God. that happened in those yeah, movies. It feels so stereotypical. Yeah, like hokey kind of... Yeah. Stuff, but that was yeah. uh, you know that was the thing back then. It was like put a bunch of kids in there and uh, put them in an inferno or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Steve, Steve McQueen, Paul Newman, uh, they don't make a fortune. Like that, that was it. There wasn't the same. That was like pre Hollywood auteur movement when it was all taken over by the directors. That it was much more simple and straightforward. Yeah, just bums <laughs> on seats, you know, asses. In seats. That's what we're looking for. Gene, Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune gave it two and a half stars, calling it a stunt and not a story. A technical achievement more concerned with special effects than with actual people. Our attitude towards the film's cardboard characters is, let them burn. (laughs) 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 I mean, the the funny thing is, is like the big action sequences in those movies 
when you compare them, like if you watch some, um, what is it called? Deepwater Horizon. That's a disaster movie, M more recent disaster movie about the Deepwater disaster, like the oil rig that explodes and everything like that. And the actual sequence where it all fucking falls apart is incredible. It's very dramatic and very well done and very well shot. And it's genuinely sort of terrifying. Modern disaster movies, the disaster is so much more dramatic and amazing. Whereas in this, it's like they're in a corridor and the fire goes foomph. And then you cut to the outside, very distant shot of some poor special effects of fire on a building. And it's just sort of, it feels so basic and claustrophobic because of course they couldn't shoot things in the, in the same way back then. So it is, it is quite funny. When you watch Poseidon Adventure, which is a great movie, um, the whole boat they're on turns upside down and the ballroom is everyone's like sliding like, ah, like that. But it feels quite simple by, by modern sort of uh, standards. But it, it, these are fun movies. I recommend them. TCM ch chucks them out all the time. Yeah, there was a bunch of this. There's a bunch of these. I mean, that, that sounds like Titanic was inspired by some of that, you know, luxury liner flipping over. I'm pretty sure the thing. Titanic happened before that, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, but like in the same way, like I feel like I've seen these things about a building on fire and, you know, airport is like, you know, like Die Hard happening or Speed. You know, these disaster movies, you've, I feel like we've, I feel like over my lifetime, I've seen a movie set in an airport, in a building, in a plane, well, in a what, boat. They're going to base them in I something think, that exists in the world. I know, but I, yeah, but they're part of that. It's good, though. I, I, I feel like I've I feel like I'm looking for new ones, though. Yeah. You know, I've seen a, a hospital and I, I don't know, like I'm looking for a new setting. Have you seen The Abyss? Uh, yes. Underwater. Yeah. Like with them breathing in the um breathing in the, yeah. the that's the a that's goop. a that's a good james cameron it's a movie. good it's a very good movie i mean if you read into the story of how the abyss got made we might have even talked about it on this podcast but we it did. was like a fucking it, it was, was a disaster yeah. people evolved yeah, yeah. so uh, read that they all they all end up getting stained <clears throat> skin from the, the actors water put it. themselves through hell for <laughs> the pardon me bless you fuck um anyway there you go that's a bit of trifles podcast that snuck up on me sorry that's <laughs> uh, so, right sips sorry we're, we're sorry you're allergic to what do you want to talk more what you i'm got? looking i'm just going through uh, Steam queues and I found Winter Resort Simulator. Mm. Oh my god! Oh, it's crap. Don't don't okay, bother. I won't. No, I, I played it. It's garbage. Okay. And on I'll, that I'll give you some, I'll hook you up. I'll hook you and up. And on that bombshell, yeah, yeah. I'm hook you up with some some tips after the podcast. All right, thanks everybody. Much love. All right, see you next peace time. everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye 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 bye. bye.